Welcome into the trenches. I'm Sam Mays. Before we get started with this great show today, I've got some very special people to thank. Lock Supply, Euros Health, Midfirst Bank, Oklahoma Ford Dealers, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, FireLakeJobs.com. Euros Health is dedicated to helping the men and women of Oklahoma live healthier, more fulfilled lives. They provide hormone replacement, peptide, HGH, and sexual health treatment for both men and women. They also provide nutritional hydration and weight loss treatment plans for both men and women. With over 30 years of experience, Euros Health can help take back control of your health. Check them out at www.euroshealth.com or just drop by and see them. Remember, Ford, drive your best in, in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. Welcome into the trenches. I'm Sam Mays. Today, we've got a very special guest putting his hand in the dirt on the show for the very first time, Mr. Ethan Downs, current defensive end for the Oklahoma Sooners and uh, someone that I've met four years ago in Weatherford, Oklahoma with his family, uh, a young man that I have respected and enjoyed watching grow for years and years. Ethan, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, sir. So happy to be here. I uh, I can't, you know, as we started kind of prepping a little bit before the show, I'm sitting there looking at your face and I'm like, I cannot believe that this kid is getting ready to graduate. Like, this is your yeah. final year as an Oklahoma Sooner. We met, you know, in Weatherford, Oklahoma with Wes Sims and your parents were there. And we, you know, our first little podcast and how excited you were to uh, go to become an Oklahoma Sooner. And, and it just seems like the years have just flown by. Yeah, that really feels like yesterday when we met. That was crazy. Absolutely wild. Now, since... Uh, we've met, you've accomplished some pretty great things. I think you represented your town, your community, your family very well in that Sooner Jersey. You have married your high school sweetheart, Caroline, which is pretty incredible. That happened this year. How was, what was that experience like? It was wonderful being able to do college together and, uh, again, like start a home together and start building that foundation of what we want in the future. I'm, I'm living the dream. Everything, like you said, from, going to the university to get married, to live in, to honor the family and make a good name. It's all really good. And uh, I'm really truly blessed with the people that I'm surrounded by every day. And they're helping me, pushing me when I slack off. So I've got, I, I haven't been able to uh, hold myself back too far because everybody's been helping me grow. And I feel like I've grown into a young man that knows what he's about, knows my why behind a lot of things. And it's helped. Help me grow in football. Help me grow in all aspects of life. You know, when Lincoln Riley left the Oklahoma football program, uh, there's a lot of people, you know, who's going to stay, who's going to leave, who's going to hop in the portal, who's going to. And when your name came up, it was the easiest thing in the world for me to say on air that there's no chance, you know, especially knowing yeah. once the Venables was named the guy and you could really see the direction of the program. I mean, I can't imagine a better fit for Ethan Downs in regards to a, the leader of his football team. Your head coach has got to be a huge part of your growth and development, right? The Oklahoma soul mission. It just seems like everything that OU is about kind of just fits who you are as a family and who your family is. Yeah, totally. I don't want to disrespect Coach Riley or that old staff because they recruited me to help help me get through freshman year. And uh, freshman year was really, really hard for me. Uh, that's stripping down all the values, you know, to the studs and figuring out who I'm going to be. You know, everybody kind of experiences that when they get to college as a freshman. And you start saying, uh, am I going to take myself to church? Or am I going to go out with the friends? Or what am I going to do? Who am I going to be? And you start making your individual decisions and having to back them up. And 
freshman year, that was really hard for me to do. I was homesick. Uh, it was hard for me to grow up by myself. And then uh, the coaching staff, they were supportive, but not, not the same support that we see with Coach B and Soul Mission. Uh, so, man, when those coaches left, I prayed really hard to for coaches that would come in and help me grow and uh, be a backbone to me. And, man, Coach, Coach B brought in all the right people and bringing in Soul Mission. It, it hit my soul, hit my heart, and I was like, wow, that couldn't have been any better. So I'm truly living the dream, surrounded by people that are helping me grow. You know, it, one of the things that really kind of sticks out and and kind of goes in line with what you're talking about here is you were a member of the All-State Good Works team uh, this year, and you were honored at the Sugar Bowl. And, you know, you being on this Good Works team just tracks for me, right? I was not surprised one bit that you would be on on this team as who you are as a person. Uh, and I'm super proud of you for, for accomplishing everything that you've done. But the photo, Ethan, that hit the internet of you on that field, obviously Texas is playing uh, in the yeah. semifinal game and you've got your hordes down. And I, I'm telling you, I literally yelled out, out loud in my house. I was just like, you know, yelling at Brittany, like, come look at this. Look at Ethan's photo. <laughs> He's doing the horns down. What was that trip like for you? Texas is obviously playing in the game. You had an iconic performance in this year's Red River game. Like you stuck out big time, big hits, physical play, four quarters of just in your face dominance. Clearly they knew who you were. So were you catching strays from Texas fans during that process? Yeah, all week. So I, uh, was invited up right after our bowl game, hit another flight, and uh, was there at the bowl. And also, they had several events that they planned for us players to do. The other guys that were recognized on the uh, all the Good Works team. And one of the events that really stuck out to me was we went to Mardi Gras or uh, Mardi Gras parade, and we were in it. We were on the train and we we're scooting around, and it was literally like two hours of throwing beads out to the fans. Well, being in Texas. There was tons of Texas fans everywhere and uh, hardly any Washington fans. So we're throwing beads out. And uh, it was just like, oh, my gosh, completely surrounded by orange all the time. And they had us wear our jumpsuits. So you could see our logos, our warm-ups. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so, each, so each player was identified by the school as well. So I'm sitting on an open train where you can see through so we could throw beads out. I didn't throw any beads. I just stood there looking at everybody. <laughs> with my OU stuff on. And so it's every 10 seconds. What's OU doing here? F-O-U. OU sucks. All this stuff. And I say a word, just looked at him, and I was like, wow, this sucks. Like, right. kudos to Texas for being able to play there. But, man, for to go as far as we did in the season and being so close, you know, talk about a game in inches, like being so close to getting there, to tasting it, and then having to sit through it to see your rival, uh, fight it out, you know, get the chance. It was just like, man, come on. But it was good to put a fire inside me. Like, I know I have the vision of what it looks like next year. I know what it looks like. I'm not going to be intimidated or shocked by any of it. Like, I have the vision, the road ahead. I know what to chase. And uh, to to go through that and just put, just put more wood on the fire, put more fuel to it, uh, got me heated up. So when I was actually at the game day, parents you know we practiced beforehand walking through on the field just standing there smiling with the trophy and running off the field well um the the stadium was filled probably with the ratio of 80 to 20 all texas people 
hardly any Washington fans. And uh, even in the Skyview suite that we were put up in, surrounded on both sides by Texas fans. So all I'm hearing is hook them, all this. And in their chant is Texas, Texas, OU sucks. So I'm like, I'm had enough. I just got to do something. I got to start a fight or something. Um, don't want to, don't want to diss the OU, <laughs> don't want to diss the OU brand, you know, and make them and uh, look like a fool out there, but maybe spark the rivalry some more. So we get out on the field and sure enough, as soon as we turn back from the, the big screen, I'm holding up the horns down the whole time, just giving it to everybody. All the Washington fans are getting hyped, all that stuff. And what the cameras didn't show is after the, after the picture was taken or the video that you saw on TV, uh, they panned away from us, went to the next slide. I turned around and went to the middle of the field and was just doing it to everybody, all the Texas fans. <laughs> and there was this massive chant, massive chant that started just, oh, you sucks. Oh, you suck. And it felt, it felt pretty awesome for 50,000 people up against one guy. I was, I was, I was taking it all. I was ready for it, but that's uh, amazing. All, Incredible all wasn't story. too happy. Yeah. Allstate wasn't too happy. I did. Part of me felt bad for trying to take uh, the attention off of the Good Works team, which wasn't my intent. It was just to rile, rile up the Texas, you know, fans. But uh, no, it was a cool moment, and uh, I was hyped. I was jittery. I was ready to play football. I was ready to go. What uh, What did BV say? Ah, uh, nothing. Just a okay. nuts in the hallway. <laughs> I like it. You know, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. That was definitely one of those moments that, uh, you know, I grew up in, in, uh, Ohio, grew up a diehard Ohio State fan. And a few years back, and I think pro you're probably too young to remember this, but an offensive lineman got kicked out of an Ohio State Michigan game and he walks out and he's just double burdened to Michigan fans on either side of the deal. And it, it yeah. just became a photo, right? They took this, 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 uh, silhouette of this guy's body with the middle fingers up in the air. They made it, there's t shirts all over the place. I've got like seven of them. So I can appreciate any time a rivalry gets sparked by the individual like that. Very, very cool. Um, all right, let's take a uh, we'll take a step back before we look forward. Uh, obviously, last season, you know, you got goals when you set the year. Oklahoma's goals are always super lofty. You didn't necessarily end up in the position that you wanted to, but in regards to growth and development, I mean, there were some places where OU improved, where your football team improved in their final season in the Big Twelve. What would you say really sticks out to you, and and where would you say that you personally grew the most? After, uh, well, I've seen a lot of different football in my first three years of college. Uh, my freshman year, we, uh, as an organization, as a team, weren't uh, super focused on moral values or what we did outside of football. All of it was just play football, be a dog. Doesn't matter if you have good technique. Doesn't matter if the scheme works, or the blitz works. If you play harder, you win. And uh, the game became very simple at that point. It was just like play hard, try your best. If you win, you win. Lose, you lose. And we were very successful my first freshman season. So um, it was kind of confusing. I was like, man, we don't really have to be a team to win. And then my sophomore season, when those coaches left, Coach B came in. He brought in a, a lot of coaches that valued the heart and valued who you were outside of football and valued team. And we were really tight as a team. Yeah, we went six and seven. And it was like so frustrating. I was confused. I was like, so what matters more, playing hard or being a team? And because uh, even when we were a team, we were really tight. Playing hard, we didn't win. And uh, I was 
highlighted like uh, it was highlighted like uh, what really wins your football is details and those inches. Who practices harder, who prepares harder, and then who executes better on game day. That's it. So it doesn't matter how close of a team you are. It doesn't matter what color jersey you're wearing. It doesn't matter. The game doesn't care. All it cares about is your preparation and execution. And uh, so that's something we focused on this year is we did have, it's our core, one of our core values to value team to, to do my job and that'll do my 111 and that's going to execute well. And uh, we played a lot better football. We had a lot more aggressive, violent defense. Our offense, uh, I mean, we had a very complimentary offense and defense and special teams uh, throughout majority of the year. And then uh, games that we lost, it was just a matter of faulty execution or penalties that held us back, you know. So that's that's why I felt like we were so close is a lot of those games that we got beat in, it felt like we were uh, beating ourselves. We were getting in our own way. So this year, you know, whatever conference we're in, SEC, you know, everybody says it's a stronger conference, more competition, all that stuff, bigger guys, faster guys, more aggressive coaches. And, and even so, uh, that's going to be better for us. Uh, it's going to challenge us more. It's going to you know, maybe flip a switch in our mind like, hey, nobody's playing around. There is no off game or there is no play it slow. It's go get it, go. But a part of it has always felt like that because uh, when our opponents, you know, our coaches, Coach V tells us all the time, everybody's going to bring, bring their best against OU. doesn't matter who it is. Everybody wants to beat OU. It's not just that one game uh, on the schedule that, you know, we can play off or lay off because it's OU. It's like, no, everybody wants to beat OU. And everybody in college football and football is capable of beating another. And uh, we, we know that we, we prepared for that all year. But as far as going into the next year, taking it a step further, it's about becoming more disciplined. So not beating ourselves with penalties or, uh, and becoming, um, becoming masters of the fundamental techniques because it's fundamentals that win on game day. So that's about it. You know, staying true to our techniques and our game plans and executing. Yeah. So winter workouts have begun. And when you said that to me last night, I got a shiver down my spine yeah. because it's probably the, my least favorite time, you know, to be a college athlete. You have just enough time to kind of decompress from the season. You know, as an offensive lineman, you put on about 25 pounds of mom's, a mom's cooking, get a little chubby in the, in the short amount of off season that you have. And I think it's a little changed a little bit now these days. They keep track of y'all's weight like every single day. But uh, yeah. back then, you know, you kind of just let it hang out a little bit and then you got to get back to winter workouts. And I mean, we can all see the conditions here in Oklahoma today as your workouts were canceled because it was iced up. But, you know, it's just cold and miserable and wet and just terrible. And, you know, they don't care. Schmitty definitely doesn't care. I mean, you just got to go put that yeah. work in. I am curious when you started your winter workouts last week, man, was there a different, like to me, this has got to be the most important off season in Oklahoma football history, right? As you go from, you know, it's, it's an elite brand and it's been elite for ever, like, you know, a hundred years. It's been, I mean, OU football is OU football, no doubt, but the way the game has changed and the way the portal has changed it. And, you know, now it's just, the SEC is so big and every game just seems like a playoff game in that league. You know, it just seems like y'all got to ramp it up. You know what I mean? Like get that mind right day one. Do you feel like starting winter workouts, winter workouts, everybody's in that headspace that 
this is it, man. We got to put the work in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Coach Smitty talks about it every day. Um, something that's become, you know, something that's uh, come to mind after three years of football going into senior year, you know, like senior year, even back in high school, your mentality kind of changes. It's like, this is my team. And it's not just, oh, I waited three years to become a senior. And now it's my turn. It's like, no, this is it. And when it's like the last years come up, the last opportunities come up, and I may get hurt and maybe another year, but just right now, tunnel vision, this is all I've got in front of me. I've got to chase this. And after maturing through the last couple of years of football and life and school, I, man, I'm seeing like winter workouts is a direct correlation to the season where man, you're tired, you're sore, it sucks to get outside. And in the season, it may be hot, it may be cold, it may be rainy, whatever. When you're in those winter workouts, especially in Oklahoma, you don't know if it's going to be 90 degrees outside one day or sleet on the ground. And it's such a parallel to, to the fall, fall time. So now staying in the winter, it's waking up early, it's being routine, it's wearing the right clothes and the right attire, it's having the right mindset, especially in the morning when you're shot, right? So waking up, getting up there early, getting your treatment in, eating right. And all that, it's, it's like a parallel to the season. And you say, well, they're so, so far away. It's a whole eight months away from each other. And it's like, no, but it's, it's going to prepare me. It's going to give me the juice right now that I, if I can set my foundation for this year right here, right now, I'm going to execute better then. And that's kind of, you know, that's, I, I don't know why this is just now coming to mind because the last three years it's been like, oh man. Winter workouts suck, you know, it's it's so hard, I'm tired. Coaching stations, you know, we have like a, it's almost like a state fair, different rides that we go across in the indoor. Right. right? Each yep. coach has I their remember. station, right? And uh, it's, it's, that would tear me up. That was my least favorite thing. It still is my least favorite thing during the season. Not even fall camp touches it. But now I have a different mindset. I said, okay, these coaching stations are, week eight or week nine or week 10 in the season when my body's beat up, when I'm sore and the legs hurt, you know, and I've got all these aches and pains. And man, I'm throwing up to the next station, but I got to keep going and I got to improve. I got to stick out. I got to be a leader. I got to lead the lions, all those things. And now I have a different mindset going in and I can, as an older guy, share that mindset with the younger guys so that their years ahead and mentality, you know, since I've already lived it and I've lived it the hard way. Now I could say, hey, grow up, because you don't want to do what I did and um, and have a weak mindset through all of it, not just to get through, but, hey, this is your football season right now. And that's more true for me than it's ever been. So I'm prepared. I'm, I'm hyped for the SEC. I may not be as intimidated as other people are by the SEC, and I may be ignorant for some reason, but, man, I know it's just football. I know it wins in football after three years of playing football. So I'm ready to go. And if you tell me the competition's better, I'm going to have to get better. So I, that's a win-win for me. And uh, let's freaking go. Ethan, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. I really appreciate it. I hope to talk to you sometime this summer as you get into summer workouts and head to the fall. I know you're going to have a busy fall this year, but I promise you, uh, everybody in the Mays household here, everybody from uh, Sellout Crowd, any Oklahoman that knows your story, we're all behind you and hope you have a fantastic finish your collegiate career thank you so much appreciate it man you're the best appreciate you i appreciate you